0: So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's patreo dot com Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash LisaTheYarnista. Hello, everybody! Welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast, episode number 86. My name is Mike, by my side, as always, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I'm good. How are you? Good. The sun is shining. It's not quite warm enough to open the windows. And, well, oh, I say,
1: some people had their windows open. They said it wasn't yeah. quite warm enough, but the fresh air was worth it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought about it earlier, and then I decided against it, and... Should have
1: done it just for a little bit.
0: Yeah. We'll be outside a lot tomorrow, I'm sure. Air out the dog. Well, it's going to take more than 20 minutes minutes. to air out the dog. Two dogs. So thank you, everybody, once again for joining us here in the podcast. Uh, As always, we do encourage you to shop locally. But if you're going to do some online shopping and you plan on doing that shopping on Amazon, make sure you first go to com, the blog. Over on the right-hand side, we, of course, have some Amazon affiliate things there, and from time to time, uh, we post information specific to the products and things that we use and have purchased from Amazon that you can also click on. When you do that, that will take you on over to the Amazon.com website. From there, you do your shopping just as normal, but uh, when you put stuff in your cart and check out after clicking on the thing on ElisaTheArdinesta.com, there's a good chance that Amazon may give a little commission to us here at the program. Which does allow us to pay for web hosting and equipment and uh, potentially upgrades in the future to internet speeds, routers. Oh, boy. Well, when you're uploading video yeah. and you don't want to take four hours to upload an hour and a half long video. So that's a monthly bill that you have for your cable, your internet provider, right? So that, that'll uh, that definitely helped me out. So you don't have to wait four hours to upload an hour and a half video. Anywho, do that. Click on the Amazon stuff. It helps. It's fun. Go. Go? Go. Click on it. Oh. If you would like to participate in the program, you can uh, interact with us here. You can go to, uh, not go to, just send an email, podcast at com. Send us questions, send us comments. If you have, uh, maybe you come across some knitting canoes that you want to share. That's always fun. Uh, shoot us an email, podcast at com.
1: And Mike loves emails.
0: Everybody loves emails. Who doesn't like emails? Unless it's at work. Work emails are not so much fun. That means you have to do something, and that's no good. If you have fun things that you want to send to the podcast, do that. But if you're at work, don't bother people with emails. You Just, uh, just leave them alone. Don't give them any more work to do.
1: What if they need work to do? Now,
0: who needs work to do? That's always dumb.
1: Not me. No, not I have you. enough work to do.
0: Exactly. Speaking of work you have to do...
1: What knitting? Oh, I should have uh, stayed where I was. Well, I'll talk about the other stuff. So, um... No, I'm gonna back up here because I can't really. Yeah, I'm. I'm beginning of a row. Um. So apparently, I think I'm a super knitter. Okay. And I'm going to knit all of the things now. Um. I've been really, really good about not casting anything new you on. Say, wasn't
0: last week we were just talking uh, about how, how you're not casting on new things because you want to finish things.
1: Um. That became an epic fail yesterday. It didn't last long. Yeah epic fail but no no it's it's actually it's 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 going pretty well so um my let's see my socks let let me I'll give a sock update um my fine and dandies are still in progress I made a few uh, those I have to pay a lot of attention to because they're the ones that have the they're they're done in the woolberry and they have the like the the bits that are pulled up and you have to pay a lot of attention to them, so yeah. they're not just, like, vanilla sock knitting. So, um, But those I made, I made some more progress on those, and I think I actually started the gusset increases on them. So um, so I'm making some really good progress on those. Cool. I just have to pay attention to them. So um, I also have my, um, my fish lips, kiss heels, um, socks on the needles that were for the class that I haven't quite gotten to the heel on them yet. Um, but I'm almost there. I'm getting close. Okay. Because th- those those are like the perfect like vanilla sock knitting because I just knit in a circle until a certain length and then do the heel and then just keep knitting in a circle again. Those are really fun. So um, I'm doing those in the Regia six ply and they're on size three needles. So they go pretty fast. But yeah, I just have to, it's a matter of actually knitting on them. Yeah. So, um my vanilla is a new black and the opal six ply. I have not made any progress on those. I'm no. still just kind of knitting in a circle on them. <laughs> so, um I can't wait to get to the heel on them. Um but I'm just kind of kind of uh slow with all of the, I have two pairs sport weight socks and the needles So basically right now you have a lot
0: of socks that are waiting for finishing.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. It, that's okay, right? Oh. Um my um I did make some – I don't have a pair of uh, – because last week I Jerry got the second pair of my Opal um, Advent socks done. Mm-hmm. So I haven't cast another pair on there. So I, st- I haven't cast any more socks on. So I'm down but to four some, pairs. Okay. So that's something, That's less than right? five. Yeah, that's less than five. Um, I did this last week, this last Monday, um, I did spend some really good time knitting on um, – my woolberry socks from the sock blank, um, and I did get the heels done. So um, I am working on the cuff and, or the leg, and then I'll be on the cuff. And so these these are past the heels, so mm-hmm. those are going pretty fast. Yeah,
0: and your heel and toe colors really work well with uh, the sock blank colors.
1: I think so. I think that it's... Is a Berry Tart, I think. And the sock blank that I'm using is, so I'm using the, the woolberry Simple Sock and Berry Tart. And then, um, Hydrangea. Pressed Hydrangea is the sock blank that I'm using. So they're slightly different. The socks are slightly different from each other, but the colors are all there. And I think Mm -hmm. the, the heel and toe, um, contrast color kind of pulls them together. So, um, yeah, these are, it's a really fun pattern. You kind of get into a rhythm with it and mm-hmm. get going. I'm, I'm excited to get to the top part of these because these are it's just kind of like a broken rib until you get up to the close to the cuff. And then it has some of those like those bits that are kind of looped up like on the fine and dandies. So there's a little bit more going on there. But yeah, the heel was was fun on these. It's more of a instead of like a ribbed slip stitch heel. It's a, like a checkerboard. So that was kind of fun. So it looks a little bit different because it's checkerboardy instead of instead of a little
0: texture instead of just normal mm -hmm. garter stitch or whatever
1: yeah the like the columns going up on it so yeah so those are those are getting close um oh and i did cast on for the knit along good the new firefly fibers knit along um which is find your fade in malabrigo sock and um I'm on my second color. I'm ready to start the lace section on my second color, um, and then I'll be on to my third color because that's how it goes. So you, you go from the second the f- color to the color. third color? Yeah, the okay. first color to the second color to What the if third you went color. from the
0: second color to the fourth color?
1: Then that wouldn't work right. Oh,
0: you'd have a big gap in the middle where there's nothing? Yeah,
1: there'd be, yeah. So, yeah, this is a lot of fun. This has been a lot of fun to So Whose um, pattern is that? This is uh uh Find Your Fade by Drea Rene Drea Rene Nets, okay. So Andrea Mowry. So yeah, everybody the the loincloth it does kind of look a little bit like
0: Well not anymore. And I think you're way past the loincloth part.
1: So yeah, I've I had I've had 'cause it's seven colors and they all kind of feed into each other. So of course I've had some contemplation over my colours and questioning and sure. um, yesterday I had a fair amount of time that I spent or two days ago I had a fair amount of time that I spent um, that I was going to switch my colors because I didn't like it but um, just kind of got to take a step back and look at it from a distance and look at everything all together and see how the colors kind of blend into each other so it's a really fun knit I've talked to a lot of. I mean people have been finishing them. there are a ton of finished projects on Ravelry so it's not like people are just like casting on people are Mm -hmm. like knitting and finishing and it's a sweater's worth of fingering weight yarn that you actually use not even that you like that you like because you need seven colors so it's like what 2800 or almost 3000 yards but you you only use 1700 of it but that's still a sweater yeah so and people are finishing them people like it and knitting second ones good so yeah
0: yeah so if you're looking for color options and ideas check it out on Ravelry
1: yeah yeah we have a decent selection of Malabrigo sock and stock still we have a few colors that have sold out Okay. So, because well. we're down to less than half of what we had when we started like a week and a half ago. So, yeah. It's been fun helping people pick out colors. Sure. It's actually, it's it's weird because I think it's actually been easier helping people pick out colors or for people to pick out their colors with this when they need seven colors than when we've done knit-alongs with like two or three colors. Yeah, that seems weird to it's me. It's really weird. I don't weird. know how that works. I think it's just Malabrigo. They all they all go together they a lot of them go together huh because yeah sometimes yeah there there's some variation between well, yeah there. there's always
0: gonna be variation but that yeah. shouldn't make it easier to pick out seven they colors all, that go together
1: i think the variegates help so i think there's like some you because it can kind of it kind of feeds into like the next okay. color so you know you have like solids. some purples in there and yeah. You, yeah and i've been putting tonals between my variegates so it's 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 a lot of fun. So, and I've been posting pictures on Ravelry or on Instagram. So, cool. you can follow my progress there.
0: FFFYF.
1: Yes. There you go. Firefly hashtag. Fibers, find your fade. There you go. Mm. So, yesterday, I finally cast on um, my Sandshore sweater by Alicia Plummer. Um, I had yarn saved, set aside for this last spring, and I was going to knit it, and it was going to be really fabulous. And then a bunch of the summer went by, and I ended up not knitting it because by the time I I had the chance to, I would have had like two or three weeks to wear it because oh. it's linen. It's it's done in uh Quinson, the Quinson company Kestrel that we have at the shop.
0: So that'll be a, a late spring slash
1: summer sweater, so yeah, so I cast on it uses my size, I use eight balls, mm-hmm. and I am I joined the second ball today at the store, and I've hardly even knit on it at all, it seems like, so um, so I feel like i'm I can knit all of the things right now, so I came home with yarn for two more sweaters, yeah, yeah,
0: is that the one you were talking about last night with the lace?
1: Up mm-hmm. the back, yep. The lace is really pretty.
0: Do you want to talk about the construction of that and what you were saying, or no?
1: What was I saying? That it's that it's interesting because it's like it's the same lace on the right side and the wrong side. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just makes these like nice little columns. I think it's really pretty. But yeah, and then it has yarn overs for the raglan increases, so you've got that going there. But yeah, it's the um, the pattern was originally done with um an asymmetrical lace panel which was the lace set off to one side which seemed really odd to me because we all seem to like symmetrical things which it wasn't as noticeable on some of the smaller sizes but on the larger sizes where the stockinette section on the back was larger it looked like somebody just didn't put the lace in the right place yeah so um so she added an addenda or updated the pattern um, for a symmetrical lace panel in the back. And I think it looks really nice. So does
0: that then give you the option? You can do it either way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. You, you can do it either option. way. Nice. Yeah.
1: So, um, and I was going to do it because we've uh, several, a couple, a uh, couple of ladies at the shop are knitting it. And so we sat down and figure out how to center it before anyway, because you, d- you d- and like I said, you don't notice it so much on the smaller sizes that it's, that it's offset. But then when you start looking at the bigger sizes and you look at how the markers were placed, I'm like, wait a second, something just seems weird. Hmm. So, and it's not, that's just how she designed it, but yeah, so I was going to do it with the symmetrical lace panel. But yeah, the, the lace is really simple. It's just, it's the same on the right side and the wrong side. So, and it's just, it's, it, it's a really simple knit. but yeah, so I have one of eight balls done already. So. Nice.
0: So how long do you think that's going to take you overall?
1: Um, well, I seem to be thinking that I'm going to be at least halfway through it by tomorrow. Okay. And we have, we have car time and yep. family well, visiting time. time but yeah. Family visiting time. So, yeah, I mean, considering I knit this much between, but since yesterday at the store.
0: So you got through a whole one in the last day-ish yeah. or so?
1: And I didn't, I haven't been knitting on it a whole lot. Yeah. So, Yeah. So the one thing with the, I had originally wound um, the kestrel. I had originally wound it into balls in the ball winder at the store, but they like, it just falls apart and it gets tangled and it's a mess and they get twisty. So um, I think I have five that were wound and all kind of falling apart. So I rewound um, four of them into balls. I have one more to do and then the rest of them I'm just going to. Um, I'll end up winding them by hand too because it just, the linen stays together better that yeah. way. So, but yeah. And then I do um, the linen plant fibers are kind of hard sometimes to, um, to be able to, to join new bits because you can't do any spit joining and right. it d- it's not sticky. So um, with this one, I do a Russian join on it. So, cause it's a, the kestrel is like a, um, it's like a mesh tube, so you can easily just take a darning needle and go back in through the center of it to do a Russian join. So, and then you don't even need to, you don't even need to weave any ends mm. in when you're done.
0: Yeah, Russian joins are super easy. Super I do easy. them. all the time. You do them all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's worked out really well because I didn't know how I didn't want ends popping out, and if yep. it goes to the washing machine, then because um, you're supposed to hand wash it, but I wash in the washing machine.
0: As long as yeah. it doesn't fall apart, what's the difference?
1: I do it in delicate it a it in the washing machine, and then it spins out, and then I can lay it flat to dry. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a really good summer, really good summer sweater. True. So, yeah. there's a lot
0: of holes in there, and it's not. It's linen, so it's not heavy to begin mm-hmm. with. So
1: nice. Yep. So there's that, and then what ended up coming home with me today? Um, I well. I knew I was going to do it because I I finished my my Wolf River in the green Um, and I wanted that one's for the store. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do one for myself in the light gray um, homestead. So I broke down and brought yarn home for it today. But I can't cast on because I need the same needles that my sand shore is on. So why'd
0: you bring it home? Well, because as soon as my
1: it? well, because I apparently I think I'm going to get finish this tonight. Uh, okay. So yeah, um, so yeah the the Wolf River. I tried the one on at the store today, and I think I'm going to maybe add just a little bit of length to the body. It seems a little bit short on me, but I mean it'll it'll work. But I think I'm going to add just like 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 two inches to the body length. It's a little bit shorter sweater. Yeah. So. Um, and you can see in the pictures, too, that it it's a little bit more cropped, and she was wearing, like, a long a long tank underneath it. Mm. So,
0: so it's intentionally um, short. It's yeah. not like they just had a really tall model or something no. like that.
1: No. So I'm going to – and that's something I always say, too, is that you, you're knitting a sweater for yourself before you, like, stop the point for the body, see how long it is. Right. Check the sleeve length. If you need to make your sleeves longer or shorter, you can. Sure. Because it's your sweater. Right. So – um and then the other one that came home with me that I think is actually going to probably go on the needles this weekend um is uh <laughs> Alpengluhin Huh? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it, it it means like I can't remember what it what it um where's my where's my pattern? Don't oh, ask me, I don't know is, what you did. My pattern is somewhere else. I don't think I've ever read yeah, Alpin It's Alpine Glow is what it translates to. So okay. it's an Isabel Kramer. Um it's a bottom up. It, it it's a bottom up sweater with um cables and sudden's top down sudden sleeves and I am going to be doing it in the Charcoal Homestead tweed. So and I'm going to. There's there's a pattern. There's one of the highlighted patterns um, has an extended collar on it. So instead of just like a like a one collar. inch like crew neck, it's actually. I think it looks like it's probably about five or six inches of um, the ribbing just ca- just cut like pulled up. So hmm. yeah, knit long. It's it's really cool. So that sounds interesting. So I'm, I think I'm going to do that with it. But yeah, this one uses a different size needle. So. So that, that means one you can, I can cast on this weekend.
0: Whether or not that one is, the other one is done.
1: No, because I only have one sweater on the needles. This is it. This is the only sweater I have. We we had sweater club today. Yeah, and some people have five sweaters in the needles, and they said it's absolutely fine. And we decided linen doesn't even count.
0: Why? What would be wrong with having five sweaters <laughs> in the needles? Why is that a <laughs> bad know. thing?
1: This is why you're awesome. Well,
0: <laughs> who cares if you?
1: So yeah, I come home with what with two sweaters worth of yarn and you you asked me what would you say i had a guilty look on my face i'm sure well you're and just you smiling said, about what? something weirdly you said, what and i said i came home with yarn for two sweaters and what'd you say i don't remember you said good why not so if you yeah. have something to do with them yeah so these are going to be i think these are going to be good i mean i don't have like a whole lot of uh color variety here with you know i have like a blue gray a charcoal gray and a light gray but i'll wear them how is
0: that unusual it's not. <laughs> That's a pretty standard color palette for you. It's
1: not. I'm pretty excited about this, the the Homestead Tweed and the Charcoal, though, because I think there's enough heather running through it that, and it's not a solid black, that I'm going to be able to have. I mean, I'm, the cables aren't going to pop a whole lot with it, but I still think it's going to be really pretty. Um, but I, I'm kind of excited because I don't think it's going to show dog hair as much.
0: Yeah, Because it's not. heathered, so I think I sure. can get
1: away with it. Like, I, I couldn't do, like... A solid black that would not work in our house, but yeah. So, those are my those are my sweaters that are going to be going on the needles, and the cool. one I'm working on, and yeah. So yeah, the I wound about half the yarn for each of them. So, you
0: can start whatever you want.
1: Well, with the homestead, I think they're just it, it's such affordable yarn that I mean the one sweater. Wolf River uses, I think I used f- 4.3, um, I used almost five skeins. No, I used about four and a half skeins for it, for the first one. So, I mean, that's a $50 sweater. That's not bad. mm No, and the, because of the cables and the longer, the, the little bit more dense gauge, um... I think the the Alpen Gluhin is going to use maybe six or maybe seven, so that's still not bad, and that's still a fast knit. Yeah, so I'm excited. Cool. So the um the Sand Shore that I'm doing, I'm I'm doing that as part as um very Shannon's doing her tees tops and tanks knit along again, so I need to get myself signed up and get a picture post. I didn't expect to make this much progress in a day. No. So yeah, so I'm gonna have to sign up for that because and that's how i got my tog pond done last year it's fun to do a summer sweater with some other people and sure see what other people are working on so but yeah what are you working on is that it that's well, I'm it. not
0: working on I, I, I am not knitting anything at this moment in time that's it cool so
1: i have lots of stuff going so i'll have to post lots of pictures
0: Oh, I don't have I'm looking for music to play right now. I don't have any music to play right now because I'm gonna tell people that if you want to buy those things that Elisa is talking about, most of them as far as I'm a af- as far as I'm aware anyway, go to Fireflyfibers.com, that is the local yarn shop that Elisa yeah. and I own right here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And you can go there and is all this stuff on the website?
1: The homestead is, and we have a really good selection in stock. I think we have one solid that's out of stock, but otherwise we I think we have sweater quantities and all of the other colors. All right. Um, the Quinson Company, that so the homestead is available on the website the quinson company the linen um huh your your beer is foamy a little bit foamy yep um the quinson company the linen we cannot sell that on in our online shop no nope. but um we are able to do phone orders or if you want to email us we can set up an uh like a special listing for you and you can do it that way so they don't we can we can sell it we just can't have an active listing on our website for it yeah so and we have um we just got restocked with kestrel and um sparrow sparrow is the fingering weight and we have i think four four or five new colors in sparrow or in kestrel and then we have the new i think there's five colors in the um the sparrow the marls So it's like a little bit, it's like one color, like kind of with a, so it's like there's a, there's kind of a pink that has like another strand that's like a a cream kind of twisted with it. So they have a little bit different effect on them.
0: Cool. So So go to fireflyfibers.com. Do some shopping there with this yarn and accessories and all kinds of fun things. And make sure you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart. Because when you do that, that qualifies you for free shipping on that order. To get the free shipping, you need to use an offer code at checkout. The offer code being which is F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P, free ship. And that'll get you the free shipping on that entire order. Again, $100 or more, fireflyfibers.com. Mm-hmm. Yippee-yahoo! This is the part now, Elise where you talk about food
1: Well, you're gonna have to help me talk about this food because why? I'm just talking um so
0: it's the Elisa the Arnista podcast
1: so we didn't we didn't I feel like I cooked more this last week, but I really didn't because I looked at our I looked at my real plans for because I usually go through and I'll take out what I didn't actually make or shift things around mm-hmm. and we didn't have we didn't eat a lot this week at home well, we, we ate at home but we didn't I didn't do a lot of cooking
0: we well, did cooking just not like super fancy things we're going to talk about right. on the podcast believe it or not folks we do do things do do we do things in our daily lives that we don't talk about in the podcast I know it's hard to believe but we don't talk about everything here because sometimes things are not always exciting to talk about on a podcast
1: no sometimes they're sometimes not sometimes they're not yeah, we had, oh, Monday we had, oh, Tuesday. Oh, maybe,
0: maybe things are exciting.
1: Tuesday we had some chipotle lettuce wraps. Those were Those pretty, pretty good. good yeah. yeah, it was a, like a chipotle mayo that I made and mm-hmm. um, was it ham and turkey Yep, and avocado and red onions and a piece of lettuce. Mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Those were super easy. No, last night I made um, paleo jambalaya. Yeah. That was really good. Is good Used, and we have uh, some left yeah we have some left to use a uh, cauliflower rice mm-hmm. so yeah and I was full I didn't I always wonder about that like cauliflower rice like how is that gonna make me is full or feel and but it was it was really good
0: yeah I mean it's lighter than like normal real actual rice but it's still it's tasty it's good stuff
1: yeah that was I wouldn't
0: r- want to always replace my normal rice oh. with cauliflower rice but Something like this, and once in a while, it's a good uh, something different and good.
1: Well, and I think it kind of lightened it up too with the chicken and the sausage in there yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was really good. That was it was super easy. It was it was a fun one because you cut up everything and get everything all prepped, and then you just kind of keep dumping it in the pot and layering yeah. it, and then all of a sudden it's done. Yeah. So that was really good. Tonight we are having um, deconstructed uh, samosa, um, which is uh, of course Michelle Tam Nom Nam Paleo huh. recipe. Um, but yeah, so it's, there's some turmeric and, um, or turmeric and coconut milk and garam masala and a bunch of, yeah, so what bunch is of it? good stuff in there. Samosas are, um, I think they're usually, uh, I feel like they're normally like in a, like a, like a, like a pastry pie kind of thing, like hmm. a... Kind of like a hot pocket kind of thing. Like I a, like hot pockets. Like a, like a, like, the, well, I want to say like the fruit pies. They normally, I think, I kind like of look like pies. that. But, um, yeah. Like so.
0: a, uh, what's it, what's it called? Uh, oh, when you go camping and you put it in the, the little press. Oh, a
1: pudgy? A pudgy pie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a pudgy pie.
0: Just, we'll get to do a campfire outside and we'll just cook them there. Yeah. We don't have a pudgy pie thing, though, do we? No, we don't. Oh, we should get one Out else. of all
1: the things that we have, that yeah. we, we don't have a pudgy all pie thing. All the cooking
0: utensils and everything else, we don't have a pudgy pie thing.
1: So we're going to have these. I think I was going to make some cassava naan, but I think I'm not going to do that because we have some flatbread
0: we in do? the freezer.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm going to okay. go ahead and just heat that up.
0: It sounds easier the than making we it from scratch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't feel like getting too complicated tonight, so... We're going to have that. So that sounds really good that we're going to have this. It's a, and this is, these are all recipes. Well, that one. Yeah. These are all recipes that are in the real plans. Um, the cauliflower we're going to have it. And it says to go with it, It's a spicy cauliflower and there, it, there are a bunch of capers in it. And that sounded really good too. Mm, I like so, capers. Yeah. So that's what we're going to have with that. So that's what I got going on in the kitchen today. Cool. And then tomorrow I had I made a bunch of adjustments because I don't have to cook as much as I thought yeah. I was going to. I'm
0: going to do a visit to my father's. Yeah. Nothing exciting there. I got so I got some headphones that I can use while I'm mowing the lawn and stuff cuz he wanted some. I'm like, well, I'll get these and try them first to see if they work at all before you go out and spend money on it. And so I got some. I'm going to take those down there. It's it's more of more than anything It's just kind of an excuse to to make a trip down there and, and hang out for a little while. Um But, yeah, so go and try those out. He wears hearing aids, so we'll see if they work with the mm-hmm. hearing aids and uh, just kind of hang out and spend some time, eat some brats, drink some beer. Yeah. Be outside. That's about it.
1: It's supposed to be nice tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah? Okay,
0: good. Like mid mid-upper 60s Oh,
1: good. That sounds nice.
0: We'll probably do a fire or something maybe. That would be fun. hmm Something like that. I don't know. Wait, I was thinking we might take the Charger, but I don't know if I feel like driving it all the way down there or not. But, We'll see. Yeah,
1: we'll see. Yeah. It'll be fun, mm-hmm. no matter what. It'll be a nice Sunday. Yeah. Then Monday, I have to drive to Milwaukee. I have a meeting for oh, the Yarn for, Crawl for, yep, yeah. for this Monday. So we have the Yarn Crawl, um, the second annual Wandering You Yarn Crawl will be coming up, I think, in July is what we're settled on. Yeah. And
0: So how many shops are involved in that?
1: Um, I think we have... Five right now, so we'll see. Because one of them has closed since, so I think there's five. But we'll we'll see. I'll let you know. I think that was part of the discussion is expanding it, and those are things that everybody kind of wants to talk about. So yeah. this will be this is going to be cool because it'll be the first time that everyone has kind of gotten together to actually talk about it, all the shops together. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so last year it was just kind of thrown together, one of the, it was kind of spearheaded by one of the shops down yeah. in Milwaukee and it was really cool because they asked you to be a part of it and yeah. it was fun because you get to see some people you don't normally see and some people get to see things they don't normally get to see because um, Milwaukee's not super far away, but if you're, you know, on the south or east side of Milwaukee, yeah. it's an hour and a half, easily an hour and a half. So you may not come up this far except for something uh, a special occasion like this or a special uh I don't know, what do you, what you, event, I guess, that, that yeah. you would call it. And uh, so last year, we're, we were only involved in like part of it, right? Like one day because we had something going yeah. on?
1: Yeah, something. Your sister got married. I don't it was. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't uh, remember we, when exactly it was. We both had to be there for the wedding that Saturday, yeah. so we were only able to do Friday. So I'm excited to be able to do more than one day this year and yeah. have more fun with it and spend more time with the knitters because it was it was crazy. It was, a lot, of it was fun. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it again this year. Yeah.
0: I don't know, you want to talk about these things? I don't know what these are. well I guess I know oh. what this is.
1: Oh, or... that I was reading. Oh. I don't it's, know. It's oh. a, it's up to
0: you if you want to, this, these are your things. These aren't these aren't I don't know what Well, I'll what, talk about. I don't know what that word I've is. had a
1: it's it it's called it, it the word is ove
0: okay o v e is a word yeah. apparently
1: um so I, I've been reading good which i try I to have, do unfortunately. but yeah i I try to read and I haven't had a lot of time to do it, but i've been um I've been doing a really good job like bouncing back and forth between my kindle book and my um and my audible version, so um yeah i I read uh the guest room. I can't remember, by Chris, I can't remember, the B something, but The Guest Room is what it's called, and it is A Bachelor Party Gone Wrong.
0: I saw that movie, Bachelor and Party. It was a good one, with Tom Hanks.
1: So. That's pretty good, really good. With Tom Hanks? Yeah. Tom
0: Hanks was in Bachelor Party.
1: Was he? Yes. He was like the main, one of the main characters. I thought that was Tom Cruise.
0: I Tom Cruise was definitely not in Bachelor Party.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I don't know what that, that might be a different bachelor party type movie, but it was definitely not bachelor huh. party with Tom Hanks.
1: I don't, maybe I haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> it's a really good movie.
1: So anyway, the book was really good. The guest room, not bachelor party, but yes, it's a, it's, it, it, it was.
0: It, I don't think there was a bachelor party book. It, it would have a, the same impact.
1: It was a really fast read. Like I could not, like I was sucked in within the first page. Yeah. Like it was so good.
0: Hmm. That's a yeah. challenge. That's something that's not easy to do.
1: No. No, I, I had to keep reading, like, to see what happened. And I, yeah, I read it in, I think, like, three days, three or four days. I read it really fast. Cool. So that one was really good. And the the author, he has, uh, like, I think five or six other books, too. One of them was an Oprah's Book Club pick.
0: Of course it was.
1: So, um, and my friend that recommended The Guest Room said that she read that one, too, and it was really good. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. Really, really good. Um, and then I... I think everybody has heard of this, except for apparently Mike. Apparently I haven't. Um, a Man Called Ove um, by, I think it's Frederick Bachman is what his name is, the The author. Um, it's been like a, he- a crazy popular book. And I waited and waited and waited for it to become available from the library. And then I have the audio book so I could, you know, switch back and forth. Sure. And... Um, yeah, and then I had to I was going to have to give the book back in like a week and I wanted to savor it. So, I went ahead and bought the Kindle book. So, and I think your dad's going to really like it too. So, it's like it's yeah. a book about a like a curmudgeonly old man that yells at everyone and like goes and like keeps track of everybody in the neighborhood and I don't know. So, it's it's also a movie now.
0: It's a movie now or it's, it's in production?
1: It's a movie now. It
0: uh, shows how much I, I pay so, attention to what's happening yeah. in the world around me.
1: Well, and it's available on Amazon Prime, so I'm like, I better hurry up and read this book so we can watch the movie.
0: So what is Ove?
1: Why His name is Ove. Oh, it's his name? Yeah, it's a okay. man called Ove. His name wow. is Ove. That's why he's called Ove.
0: Now, people can call people by other things that aren't their name. Ove is not I a great know. name. I don't know even know what that means.
1: I think it's just his name. What does Mike mean?
0: It means of or like God
1: wow, I wasn't expecting that.
0: <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Michael, so, like the angel Michael. So he has several books, so I got a, I got a couple others of his audio books. So, well, we'll see how they are. But, yeah, it was good so far. I started reading it, and then I was like, I better hurry up and, hurry up and read it. And then I thought, oh, forget it. I'm just going to buy it. Just and buy it and be done with it. It's not worth it $11 or $12 to just try and rush through the book. And, yeah, it might be. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, well, and especially, I, like I said, I think your dad's really going to like it because they've been, the books have been really, really popular. So it's oh, so a series? No. It's just an author that has several, he has several books. Oh, so books. the author's
0: books are, okay.
1: They're not like, it's not a series, but he has several books. Sure. So, yeah, I got another one about, it's a cranky old lady, a cranky old grandma. So there seems to be a theme here, but yeah, I know. Apparently
0: he found his niche. He found yes. the cranky old person thing works apparently for him anyway
1: well coming from the man that stands on the front porch and yells at the kids to get off his lawn yell at the
0: kids <laughs> on the front porch i that from the driveway
1: uh, no you were out on the front porch painting that one day and you're yelling out the front window get off the lawn
0: well yeah because we're running around <laughs> being
1: annoying that was funny so yeah so you might i well we'll see how it is Everybody seems to have liked it. So well, if they far. made a movie out of it, I imagine they made a movie. Gotta be, it's something not, to it. It's not going to be awful. So,
0: although they there are a lot of movies out there that are not good that should not have been made, but this one being a book, I suppose, probably different.
1: A really, really popular book. So,
0: can't be that popular if I've never heard of it.
1: Really? No. Really? Nah.
0: I know. Every, I know so much about the things that are going on. If it was any good, I'd know about it. I would have heard of it somewhere down the line. (laughs) Hmm.
1: Done? That's it. That's all I got. So,
0: goat yoga is a thing. And this, if you just search the word goat on Google and look at new, like, the first two pages are all about goat yoga. And I don't... There's not a whole heck of a lot to say about it other than that. Other it's than it's goats and yoga? It's like you're doing yoga and they let goats jump around on you. And I don't understand. So you've done yoga. I've never done yoga. You've done yoga. Yeah. Can you what 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 would be the appeal in letting I mean goats I mean I can understand goats and, and having them around and like playing with goats because that sounds really awesome because goats are hilarious. But what do you think is the appeal of like exercising doing yoga while the goats are like jumping around on you?
1: I don't know because I I think it would uh make it more difficult to enjoy the yoga. I mean
0: Yeah, yoga is supposed to be like calming and relaxing and you're supposed to focus and
1: well, she says it's it's the the difference in teaching yoga with goats is the happiness it inspires. So it would inspire so, happiness. But some of them, like when you watch the video, one of them looks like he's throwing like a fit with his front hoof, his yeah. front feet or, and like jamming them into the person's back. That doesn't seem to.
0: So they're all, yeah, jumping and running around and. They're super cute. Well, yeah, they're baby goats. Obviously, yeah. they're super cute. So it sounds like it's more. It's more about the baby goats and less about the yoga, I guess.
1: I would just go and play with the baby goats. Well, that's kind of what I'm
0: saying is like if if you're going to be interacting with baby goats, you might as well just go and hang out on the goat farm and forget the yoga. Do that some other time.
1: Well, and how sad would it be if you were like the one person that was doing the yoga and the baby goat, like the, the, none of the goats wanted to come and like crawl all over you? I don't, I they don't just think, ignored you. That,
0: that wouldn't be a problem for me. I don't. I wouldn't worry about that. I think the goats would love me. They have all of them trying to jump on person, me. But that one person,
1: not even you in particular, wouldn't that be sad for that one person that the well, baby goats didn't want them?
0: Yeah, I suppose. And you just got to find maybe maybe goats aren't your thing. Maybe you go and you do yoga with uh, turkeys or something. That sounds... Or do yoga with, uh, uh, I don't know, dogs. Dog yoga. You can see that all the time on the internet. That sounds fun. Yeah, that would be okay, too.
1: Except I choose to not do yoga at all with our dogs in the house right
0: well that's usually what happens they're is they like, get involved
1: they're like "Woo, mom's on the floor this is fun it's
0: playtime
1: yeah she must be here for us so i'm gonna lay on the mat yeah this is a really
0: long article There and there's a lot of them i just picked one at random because it just happened to have some pictures and video actually the two videos are exactly the same that's weird anywho find out about goat yoga it's fun it's all over if you haven't seen it on Facebook or if you're not on social media. I'm thinking by now everybody's probably seen this one.
1: It's very cute though. It's
0: pretty cute. It's it's baby goats. And I guess it's kind of a limited time thing. At some point eventually these goats are going to grow up and I imagine you don't want a full-grown goat jumping around on your back and well, doing yoga
1: with you. Pygmies are pretty tiny, so Are these pygmy goats? No. I don't, I don't know. I think they just- look like goats. Yeah. I don't know the difference between goats.
0: No, especially when they're babies, they all kind of look the same, I think. They're all
1: just cute. Yeah. Yeah, they probably, when they're, like, you know, eight or nine, they're probably not nearly as much fun and, like, bouncing oh, no. around either. So, What
0: is the lifespan of a goat? I don't even know, don't know. how long they normally live. No, I just got depressing. That's, I'm bringing the whole – don't even look it up. I don't even want to know how long goats live. because I suppose it depends on the breed, too. Like a pygmy goat probably doesn't live as long as... Actually, they might live longer than... like
1: 15 to 18 years. Oh, okay. So they're
0: around for a good length of time.
1: Well, apparently that's what came up before I even finished my search.
0: Must be a, a common search that people do, Is how, which is odd because why do people want to know? I guess we did. So if we do, other people probably do too for whatever. Maybe other people are on podcast trying to figure out the lifespan of a goat and they're searching oh. it.
1: So, a goat is considered mature at four to five years of age, and an 11 year old goat is an old goat. Uh, most does live longer than the box, usually because they receive better care. Huh. Mm-hmm. Ah, someone has heard of an 18 year old goat that was still milking and kidding yearly. I don't know. I think if you get to be 18, then I think you get to, like, skip the... Just retire at that point? You get to skip the reproducing. No, not if that's your
0: job. If you're a goat and that's your job, you go and you can't
1: go anymore. Yeah. Hmm.
0: All right, so the other thing that Elisa wanted to bring up on here, which I think is it's an interesting thing, so we... Oh, Raul barking. So we all know, obviously I shouldn't say we all know, but pretty much everybody, I think at this point, if you're at all involved in the world of knitting know who vicky howell is
1: she's got well, good oh i was gonna say yeah she's very very tiny in real life yeah she was we, we saw, saw her, at her at, yeah she a. had like like six inch stilettos on and she was still like half a foot shorter than me yeah she's not she's, she's not a tall person tiny. yeah
0: but she has a uh, project going on right now Is uh she it's on kickstarter and it's kickstarter.com slash project slash the knit show. If you want to support this on Kickstarter, um, she is going to be. So I take umbrage and I, I, I think this is a lie, but it says the knit show with Vicki Howell will be the first community funded and internationally accessible episodic knitting and crochet series. I don't know about that because we've been doing this for almost two years. Granted, the video version hasn't been out for quite as long. I think our stuff might be a little bit different. This is this is probably a little more than a podcast, but it's going to be.
1: She's probably going to have better guests than. Well, okay. she's probably going to have more high profile guests than my cousin.
0: She'll have more guests. I would I definitely would not say better guests,
1: more high profile,
0: more high profile. Probably we'll see. Not better. Yeah, definitely not better.
1: Not better than our family members. Yeah,
0: she's met her goal. So her goal was $75,000. She's uh, at, what, $83,000 right now with, how long does this go?
1: Until the end of April, I think.
0: FAQ, doesn't know FAQ. But anyway, so it's ending soon. So if it is the end of April, you've got, what, like a week uh, to get in on this Kickstarter. So even though the, the goal has been met, you can still uh, go in there and contribute toward that. And we talk a lot about Patreon and stuff like that. So this is a similar kind of a thing where you can go in, there's different levels of support that you can that you can provide and pledge. Um, and depending on the levels of, of support that you kick in for, you will get different rewards and there's all there's explanations of all that. There's knitting patterns that you can get, um, you can get those, you can get if you pledge enough you'll get uh like a recognition on i think it's on the website as far as you know who's mm-hmm. who's kind of producing i guess the series um there's little things she she will actually crochet things for you if you do enough and there's one that's like a five thousand dollar thing which unfortunately is already taken so if, if you out there would like to uh, donate or kick in the five thousand dollars toward the kickstarter that one will get you basically advertising on the show. Where if you've got needles or yarn or something like that, she will use those things on the show from time to time. Uh, that's already taken, so unfortunately, there will be. <laughs>
1: well, and I know Scasell was a backer, um, and I oh, can't I'm remember. Sure. Yeah, so I mean, and if you. Vicki Hall is like just like an icon in the crafting community. And oh, yeah. I mean she's nitty gritty. Like so many people were I mean, nitty gritty, she made knitting cool on like she was on DIY, I think, is where it was. And some people still talk about like watching the reruns that and it's sure. she's she's very personable. Um yeah. and she's very creative and very knowledgeable in what she does. Yeah, she's got a good personality so, and sounds yeah. like
0: she's kind of taking off on her own. I assume she's doing this in lieu of having or being connected with other brands and whatnot. So she's kind of taking this off on her own. You can get a tote bag if you, what was it, 20 bucks it looks like to pledge to get the tote bag. So anyway, go ahead and check that out. And uh, if you want to get involved in that and help uh, help them produce this, it's going to be a web series that they're doing on, looks like probably on their website. Um, it's cool.
1: Yeah, and she does have uh, the the video with her talking about it is really it it it's very informative and it's and it's inspiring too, and it's just it's Good. cool because I I mean it's I think it's wonderful that you know she's gonna do more because I know a lot of people really miss Nitty Gritty. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun series. It was really fun. She had some interesting stuff on there, and Kat Borty was on there, and um, oh yeah, well I mean she knows everybody. Demi Stoller, and yeah, it was in the industry. Very and if cool. she
0: doesn't, she's yeah. got a, enough of a name that she can get people on there. So go ahead and check that out um, if you have any interest. But even if you don't back it, you know you can definitely watch that series once it comes to production. I don't know, you know, if if they're ending at the end of April or May, their Kickstarter. I assume they'll start production shortly thereafter if they haven't already. Um, But they may not have because she's got a whole crew here that she's that she's uh, financing or kind of backing Mm -hmm. with with this, which, you know, I'm looking at it like the eighty three thousand that she's got now or the seventy five thousand dollar gold doesn't seem like it's going to take. It's going to last very long because, man, when you start getting into all the electronic equipment cameras and microphones and sets and lighting and you start paying editors and paying mm-hmm. people for all the different things, that money doesn't go very far. So I'm, I'm hoping hoping—I'm uh, hoping she didn't set the goal too low. But they, she met the goal. Obviously, I, I'm, I'm assuming she knows what she's doing. She's been involved with telev- telev- yeah. television production for quite a while at this point.
1: And her husband is involved in production, too. So
0: there you go. So they know what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway. So
1: it'll be a good quality show.
0: Yep. Keep your eyes open, uh, yeah. eyes and ears when that comes out and uh, support that and watch that whenever it happens to go. Uh, and then speaking of supporting, talk about Patreon a little bit. If you would like to see the visual video portion of this podcast, which I guess is not a portion, it's the entire podcast, plus, plus some stuff that we do beforehand. We always start the camera before. We actually start recording the podcast so you can kind of watch us get warmed up and talk about whatever various Warm'd random up. dumb things that we do. Uh, then we record the podcast and then we usually sit around for a couple of minutes thereafter and say more dumb things. But uh, you can do that at the $5 you level. You might say
1: dumb things. I say smart things.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, that's always the way it goes. Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista, and that's at the five dollar level. You can get that video stuff, Um, otherwise, uh, whatever you know, dollar amount you're comfortable with, and then that, of course, allows us to again finance the production of this show, both audio and video. Um, so yeah, go ahead and check that out there, and uh, if you're not going to do that, you know, share it with people tell your friends tell your family yeah go to itunes put a review out there give us five stars uh help us get the word out about the show we've been around for coming up on two years now and we uh that's weird we're having a lot of fun so uh share that with other people too um but i think we're at a good point now we can probably go ahead and bind it off elisa what and else? And do you have anything go else make some supper elisa will make supper I'm hungry continue knitting are you hungry oh i'm, I'm starving i'm hungry, really so hungry.
1: So I'm looking forward to whatever this is that I'm making tonight.
0: So you probably won't know until we actually get done then, huh? What? When you actually make the the food. I don't know if it's going to be good. Or what it's going to be. Well, it's a a deconstructed samosa. Deconstructed. I hate that word, deconstructed. What is a regular samosa if this one's deconstructed? Remember, we
1: were talking about it like a pudgy pie.
0: So what does it mean deconstructed? It's just all a mess. It's all
1: there's. It's up? not in a pie. Okay. Because I can't have the pie.
0: Oh. I'll hmm. Yeah. Well, I so don't we'll know. will see what that's all about.
1: Don't don't be uh, ripping on Michelle's titles of her... Uh,
0: no, it's not. I don't care about Michelle's title. Just deconstructed in general always bothers me. We watch cooking shows and whatever. People... Generally, people do things that are deconstructed when it doesn't go right. When things fall apart. When they apart couldn't put and, it together. Exactly. It's like they... It, it wasn't what they wanted to be. Deconstructed
1: ravioli means the ravioli didn't get sealed. Right. It's all just a
0: big mess. <laughs> I'm sure it tastes delicious, but you throw deconstructed in front of it or, or like uh, chopped or those things those end up deconstructed because they can't do what they originally want to do
1: well if, as long as it tastes good exactly well i don't care about
0: yeah that just just the word deconstructed it's like well but if they distressed. called it
1: ravioli and it exploded everywhere then they would get in trouble for it being exploded everywhere if they call it deconstructed then see i'm sure mm-hmm. the judges
0: and they're all smart oh. enough to know what deconstructed means so you're saying the judges are dumb? No. Oh.
1: I'm saying it's they're out for, you know, uh, ravioli. They would exactly. say, oh, well, ravioli was like, it's contained. Yeah. Not exploded everywhere.
0: I guess. See? Yeah. Oh. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We're binding you. off. Follow Lisa on all the social media places where you can Facebook and Twitter and, some, and Ravelry and Instagram. Go to lisathearnisa.com up in the upper right hand area. You will find all of those links up there. And um, what I'm else?
1: Divide some sleeves.
0: Lisa's about ready to divide some sleeves. And uh, I'm going to divide the stop button over in the podcast right now. So thanks, everybody. Take it easy. We'll see y'all next week.
1: Cheers. Cheers. With her husband in the Pacific, Betty Horn enjoys cooking spaghetti and knitting. Her teammates call her Betty Spaghetti.